podcast so today's episode is going to be a lot of fun so we'll go right into it um so first of the little intro that i usually give you guys um we'll talk about the book so as you guys know i was reading behind closed doors by ba paris with my ladies and we finished it we talked about it and to be honest we all kind of felt the same way i think one or two of us actually did enjoy the book i just did not i told you guys that this book made me feel super anxious. Um, You know, the main character, she's really helpless in this book. And I don't know, there's something about helplessness that I just like gives me really bad anxiety. And just like everything she went through, it was just like, I don't know, I didn't enjoy this book. It was very different from Verity, where I feel like Verity was suspense. Like, it was just a whole different theme. Um, So if you want to read it, read it, but I don't recommend it. Um, but we finish it. We haven't decided what our next book read is, but we decided we wanted a love story or something a little bit more happy because this one was just like way too depressing. So I'll keep you guys updated on what book we choose next so that if you guys want to follow along and read along, you guys can do so. Um, and then lastly, I threw Brittany, as you guys know, Brittany was the one that I, she's my, not my assistant. She helps me with the podcast. Um, she's a good friend of mine. And then she was on the first or second episode, um, when we talked about mental health. And so I threw her, my friends and I threw her a surprise birthday party office themed. So if you guys have watched the office, um, if you guys remember the episode where Jim and Dwight forget Kelly's birthday and so they throw her a last minute birthday party and they have like gray and black and brown balloons and they're like half inflated they have like a sign that says it's your birthday they have the cake with like a little chiclet to represent the pillow like I did the whole thing we did the whole thing it was all office theme like Kelly's party theme I even like misspelled her name on the cake it was a lot a lot of fun and then yeah we just we drank a little bit We ate a little bit of edibles and then we just played some games and it was a lot, a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, she ended up having a blast for her birthday and we had a really, really good weekend. And then Sunday, she's been like chill. So that's my week so far to guy. Oh, if you guys want to know, I fucked up my car. Yeah. Let me give you guys a little update on that. I don't know what happened Saturday on my way to spin. A Tesla cut me off and I was like in my head and granted guys, my house for my spin class is pretty, it's like near each other so it wasn't a long drive well I'm pulling into the parking lot and I realized that like the parking lot's kind of empty for a Saturday and I'm like oh in my head I'm like oh I wonder if Elizabeth canceled the class but we would have gotten emails so as I'm parking I'm pulling in and there's actually spots right in front of cycle bar which is like you know there's like different it's like a shopping center right so I pull up into like the very front and then (laughs) next thing you know I'm on the curb inches away from hitting the actual building like the my car is like about to like run into the glass of cycle bar and I turn my steering wheel and I manage to like stop in time to not hit anything else and then I back like my instinct is like back up and I backed up and then like I checked my car I really thought my car was going to be like fucked up like I really was like oh my god my car's gonna be messed up and I got out of my car and thankfully as of what we know right now it was just the tire so we had to get a tow company and everything but guys Saturday was like a nightmare in that sense I was more concerned about my mental health than I was about the car because I don't know what my mind or what I was going through at that time to 
like do that i i told chris i was like i feel like this is our karma for watching all these fail videos on youtube like i'm gonna be one of those fail videos now like when the people that you look at on youtube you're like oh my god that person was an idiot how do they do that that was me but i have no idea how i did that um supposedly it's just the tire so we'll get the car hopefully back on friday but yeah, guys, I don't know if it's just the anxiety or what, but that happened to me. So, you know, if it's, if shit's happened to you, it happens to everyone, you know, when it rained, it pours. So it's been pouring for me a little bit the last two weeks, but it's okay. Hopefully that was like the last of it. But yeah, guys, there is a catch up from my week. Um, other than that, my week's been going pretty great. So that's good. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. So today we have a guest. Thankfully, you guys know that I love doing them by myself, but I love having guests. Um, so my guest today is a good friend of mine, uh, Gabby Tongle. Say hello, Gabby. Hello. <laughs> so Gabby's visiting from Canada. She uh, works with Buff Bunny and she's one of their athletes. So she came into town to do some content for them. And yeah, I got to spend a little bit of time with her. She's been with me for the last two days. So it's been a lot of fun having her here. Yes, it's been long overdue. It's been like three years since we hung out in person. Three years. Yeah. yeah. So I met Gabby three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then you came the last time I've seen you, it was like pre-COVID. Yeah. So it's been like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. No, literally, it's been three years. 2019 was the last time I was here. 2019 was the last time you were here too? Mm-hmm. When you stayed at my apartment? No, so we actually know each other longer than that, I think. Okay. Like, I want to say maybe late 2018 is when we met each other yeah, and so stuff. Yeah, we, we met each other in twenty in the middle of 2018, correct? Yeah, yeah and then yeah. we got closer over time. Then 2019 is when we saw each other quite often. Like, we saw each other literally this time in 2019, and then we saw each other in December of 2019, um, but we haven't seen each other since, since then. then. Oh my gosh, it has been a literally long time. right before the world like shut down. Yeah, dang, yeah. it's been a long time. But mm. anyways, Gabby, do you want to tell people what you do for a living? Yeah, so I own a virtual assisting and marketing agency called Assist Her Agency, where we cater to a lot of um, female entrepreneurs, mixture of online coaches and just like female boss babes, basically. Um, so it's really nice that I get to be in that kind of industry. Um, I have a lot of experience with being a content creator over the last few years. I started on Instagram like back in 2013, mm-hmm. so I've definitely been on social media for a hot minute just seeing it all change so then I turned it into basically my career so now we are an agency a team of seven all together um so that's really cool thank you so it's really cool that I get to do that like you know a lot of people think I like just do the content creating with Buff Money Collection and stuff but it's like it's actually like a a side thing and like a fun thing so it's really nice that like I have something that's like my own you know like it's not dependent on salaries or commissions like it's just like it's just my own um granted there's a lot more responsibility having like a full team now yeah um but it's been really fun and yeah I love doing it I've been doing it for now like six years yeah before I was by myself and just as of 2021 was when we turned more into like a team so yeah yeah that's what I do full time and then like Jazzy said I do buff money collection kind of like more on the side yeah guys so if you need any help with any social media hit gabby up (laughs) if like you're starting and you have all these questions because you have to understand i think sometimes girls like dm people with bigger following and they expect like us like they'll be like hey how did you grow your social media and it's not just one thing Mm -hmm. it's like so much that goes into growing your social media so i would highly recommend having or hiring someone like gabby and their team to help you because that way you actually have someone who's going to be guiding you along the way um she actually we were just talking yesterday about all the things literally in the car (laughs) i'm like i need to pay for your services but i'll give you uh, i bought her some chick-fil-a so i'm like i'm paying you with chick-fil-a because they don't have chick-fil-a in canada right i would die but um yeah so your services are great i love how you're like 
you're always on top of everything. You know everything. If there, yeah. I ever have like a question with anything, she's like, you need to do this, you need to do that. I learned so much yesterday in the car, guys. So that, <laughs> this is why I'm telling you that if you have questions about growing your social media, hit Gabby up because she will definitely help you out. But the main reason I got you, wanted you to come on today is because Gabby, like myself, has been with her significant other for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. His name is also Chris. Yes, it's a K though. Oh, with a K, yes. Yeah, um, a K. So I just wanted her to come on so we could talk about, you know, our experiences being with someone for, you know, 10 plus years, um, you know, being still young and how that's affected our lives and stuff like that. So I have a few questions for her and then we'll kind of just like go into it and just kind of have like a conversation about it. Um, so. Right now, with you being with, I guess, like, right now you've been with Chris for 10 years. What is, like, I guess you would say the hardest thing that you guys have to deal with now? I think just the pressure of getting married. Okay. The pressure of moving in together. Yes, I know we've been together for so long and we still don't live together. Um, And I think just people, like, yeah, wanting to know what's next because, you know, 10 years is a long time to be together. Right. Um, But I think what people forget is, like, we started when we were 16. Yeah. We have also changed so much over the years as, like, individuals and Mm. together. Um, So I think that actually is, like, another challenge that we face is, like, how much we've changed over the couple years. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, probably in our first years of dating, like, not a lot changed then because we were still pretty young. But as we got into, like, our 20s and, like, really trying to figure our stuff out, um, I think that has been, like, really challenging is because you're, like – you have been with someone you've been with since, you know, 16 or whatever. And you think that that's how you're going to be for like the the whole time. Yeah. But then you change so much, like what you want, what's important to you, how you are and and all that stuff. And I think that we had to normalize that it's okay that we change. Yeah. And we kind of like just have to decide like, do we want to change together or, you know, is this our time? Yeah. Um, So there's definitely have been like conversations like that. But I think the biggest one right now is like, when are you guys getting married? When are you guys moving in? Um, So I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, being Filipino, the culture is very different. Like our families want us to stay with them for like ever. Yeah. So it's really not like a high priority to us where I can see how it's like a big deal to people on the outside. Yeah. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and also just like finding a way to keep things exciting. Yeah. Um, just because like being together for that long, you got, you know, each other like inside and out. Well, so you think, yeah. And then, you know, obviously things come up and stuff like that, but I think like you see, especially like, I don't know what you, but like a lot of our friends are like newly dating yeah. or like, you know, still in that honeymoon phase and like yeah. haven't been through it all just yet. Um, or they're married, like newly married or whatever. And I think like just seeing how young that love is and like how exciting it yep. is, you kind of feel that pressure like shit. Yeah. Am I doing this okay? Like, is yeah. my relationship good? Yeah. So I think those are like some of the biggest obstacles that we've had over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think same for us. I think, you know, first of all, like how you, well, we're married, so we don't get the, the mm-hmm. pressure. We get more of the pressure of when are you guys having kids? Right. Like when are you guys having kids, when are you having kids, like it's an all all the time kind of thing. But no, I get you. Like I feel like, you know, with us, we were together when I was fifteen, he was seventeen. So it's it's you know, you're like, Oh, I'm always gonna be the same person, but you're not. No. Like you're so di- I am so different. I was actually just thinking about this last week. Like I'm so different now than I was when I was fifteen, sixteen. Um, thankfully, you know, we've grown together Mm -hmm. there. There had been a point like two, three years ago where I feel like we were kind of drifting apart a little bit, growing apart. And we just had to like really sit down and be like, Hey, you know, I want to grow. I want to do this. And he was like, well, I want to grow and I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of had to like sit down and evaluate our relationship. Be like, okay, are we going in the same direction? So if we're we're going in the same direction, it'll work out. But if we both want different things, it's not going to work out. And thankfully, you know, 
we did want the same thing. And that's when he actually quit his job at Nissan and worked with me. I actually remember that. That was the last time what you yeah, were doing last night. We were going here. through, like he was working so much at Nissan and I was seeing him like two hours a day. And then mm-hmm. I was working full time, like as an entrepreneur. So it was really hard to like, and we were living together. So it was yeah. really hard for us to see each other. And at one point, like, I was just like, you know, this is not working out. I don't feel like we're going on the same path. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think we need to just risk it and you quit your job. Because, I mean, it was scary. It was when we first moved here. Yeah. So I was like, you know, my income wasn't always stable every month. And his at least was a little bit. You know, he had a job, like, you know, a nine to five job, basically. But I was like, no, I think, you know what, let's risk it. You quit. Let's really commit to our business full time to Jazzy Fit and the training and everything full time. And thankfully it played out. I mean, I mean, thankfully it paid out. Like, I, you know, we we really focused in on doing that. And it and, you know, we were like, OK, this is the only option. We're going to make it grow. And we made it grow. But it is hard. Like, I think more than anything is when you're with someone for so long is if you guys don't communicate about how, where you want to go and what your values are and what yeah. you think is important in your life, you can drift yeah. apart. No, you know? communication is probably like the biggest thing that we've definitely learned over the years is that like you have to be very vocal about how you feel and what you want um, because like no one's a mind reader, right? Yeah. And I think we all think like, you know, we all want the same things and like we're on the same page all the time, but like it's okay if you're not. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is like just normalizing that it's okay if things aren't okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just like having those tough conversations are needed in yeah. a long-term relationship, yeah. especially when like it's just the first 10 years. Like you want to be together for a lifetime, like you're going to have a lot of these hard conversations. Yes. And I think people need to like just get a grasp of that, that it's fun. And I feel like, yeah, not a lot of people talk about it, right? Like people yeah. think like, yeah, we've been together since high school, blah, blah, blah like we're high school sweethearts like it's all good mm. and like you know when people see us at social outings and stuff they're like wow like you guys are like some of the only couples like still together yeah so I think yeah I think that's the biggest thing is just normalizing that those kind of tough conversations and you know those times where like you almost do break up like do happen like, do happen and, like, those big fights and like that's the thing with us too like we don't fight often but when yeah. we do it's like intense yeah same so, I think it's the same with us yeah so it's like oh fight, my like, gosh like twice a year right. but when we fight it's like it's bad i'm like oh, okay fuck like we yeah. need to really it takes like a few days for us to, like yeah. really talk and stuff but no i completely agree with that i think normalizing that it's normal to have problems and it's normal to feel a certain way and not to always agree with your significant mm-hmm. other yeah like challenge you know each I, other yeah like i like what i meant by like growing is like you still want you will grow apart if you both don't want to grow because yeah. sometimes what can happen is like one person can just be comfortable in their life and the other person will like want to completely like succeed and work on their success and work on their work and stuff. And if one person's not working on that, then I can, I see that there's like, that's where you can drift apart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's normal to have issues and I think it's normal to, you know, not always agree on everything. And it's okay if you and your significant other don't agree on everything, but Mm -hmm at least you have to agree on the big parts. You know what I mean? And yeah. B, the communication is the biggest thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause like you said, you can think that your partner's feeling the same way, but yeah. they're not. So making sure you're vocal about how you feel is super duper important. But then how we just talked about how, like for us too, one of the biggest things that I struggle, like what you said is, um, communication like as far as like you know when we go to dinner like it's hard to mm-hmm. conversate with someone you've been with for 10 years because well for me it's 12 because 
you know mostly everything about them. And yeah. for me and Chris, like we work together. So nothing new or exciting <laughs> happens. So literally our best conversations are after the gym. Cause I'm like, Oh, like how was your workout? <laughs> He's like, it was good. And I'm like, okay, mine was good. My booty pump was good. Or, Oh, my booty pump wasn't there. I'm like, what did you and the boys talk about? And some days he'll have some like cheese men for me. Some days he'll be like, yeah. Oh no, we didn't talk about anything. And I'm like, Oh damn, this, mm. this car ride's going to be real quiet. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, when you compare it to someone else, it can really bring you down because you're like, like you said, well, they're fresh in their relationship right. and they're talking and like, I'm just not talking and like, is is something wrong with the relationship? And not necessarily, like sometimes you like, especially if you work together with the person, you don't have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, but I think, not that I think, I know that's normal, yeah. you know, and you can't, if you were to break up with that person and then start fresh, it's going to be the same thing. Oh yeah. Cause you guys haven't talked to each other in so long. Right. And you know, for us, it's different, Chris and I, cause we don't work together. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool that you and I can kind of contrast on that. Like he also is an entrepreneur, but he has a like restaurant business. So very different from what I do, yeah. both on the content creation side and the agency. So sometimes even like what happens in each other's day, like isn't exciting to the other or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's important to just show some sort of interest yes. still. Mm -hmm. um, you might literally give zero shit about what's going on. But I think it's very important that you still show interest in your partner and what's yes. important to them. Yes. And like, what's a, what's a struggle for them? Like, just let them like talk it out with you or whatever that might be and just be there. And I think that's an important thing for like couples to remember too, is that you might not be interested in the same things. You might not be able to work together on the same things or whatever, but just be supportive and just show some sort of interest. And yeah. I think also too, something that Chris and I have really dove into over the last few years is like understanding each other's love languages. Yeah. Um, mine have changed so much since like day one, Yeah. Um, where his has kind of stayed the same. So we kind of had to like re-talk about that. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's important to you? Yeah. And so if, you know, quality time is important to you, but for me, it's like, I'm okay with like the quality time. I need to know that and just be more aware of it right. so I can change it. Right. For me, it was like, you know, words of affirmation for me. So, but like, like that wasn't a big thing for me before. Yeah. So me not vocalizing that to him, it like wasn't changing and then yeah. I get frustrated. So I think like just always having, I guess, touch points with your partner yeah. is really important. Um, and yeah, like you were the same. Whereas like some car rides, they were literally talking about nothing. Yeah. Sometimes like I'll just be silly and like just make something out of the the quiet conversation. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like I think that's kind of where it is. And like you said, it's normal. People do it all the time. And I think if you like force a conversation, then it's awkward. It's yeah, more yeah, awkward, yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, you don't want to like force a conversation. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, like I'm the same way. I'll we'll goof around about certain yeah. things. But yeah, like I wouldn't say, yeah, you have, you can't really force a conversation cause then it's just like awkward. But I think what you said is really important. Like for me too, like I, you know, it's important for each partner to, even though they don't really care about the other person's hobbies or whatever, or aren't interested, not that they don't care, yeah. aren't interested, you should still make an effort for them. Like for me, like I do my best to make an effort for Chris with, when it comes to like cars and stuff, mm -hmm. I have no fucking knowledge <laughs> in cars. And to be honest, like till this day, sometimes I ask them the same damn questions, <laughs> yeah. but I just, you know, forget because it's not super interesting to me, but I want him to feel like I care about what he's interested when in. When I think it, what's you know? cool is you see how fired up they get, right? Yeah. I love them, it. Yeah. When you ask yeah. them about their stuff, even though you have no idea what you're talking about, you're like, wow, I just love how much in love you are with like talking about yes. it. Like it makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, what's important is that like, yeah, girls, if you don't give a shit about 
about what your guys are interested in or what they're doing, still ask because it yeah. makes them feel. And it's same for us. Like yeah. when Chris says, "Like, what makeup did you buy today?" Like yeah. that makes me so excited, so yeah. I can just tell you. And he's probably like, "I don't give a shit." Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, it's just yeah, it's making your partner happy in a way. In, in the smallest action. Right. I guess. Yeah. No. And, and I think that's so important because, mm-hmm. you know, we get so caught up in ourselves and like, what's like, oh, me, me, me. You didn't ask me about me, but you mm-hmm. like, you have to sit back and like, okay, are you interested in them? Have you made the effort for them? Yeah. So I tried to too. Like, yeah, like I said, I don't, I love seeing him talk about it. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like picturing like all these parts in my head. I'm like, I think this looks like this. I think this looks like this, but you know, I do my best. And I think what you said is actually really true about love language. Like it's very important to know your significant other's mm-hmm. love language and to know your own. Yeah. But I didn't realize that I, I feel like mine did change too, because yeah. I, we actually just talked about our love language the other day. Um, I feel like when we first started dating, I really liked touch mm-hmm. and now I'm not so much of a touch person. Yeah. He's touch. So I make an effort to touch him. Like, not that I'm like in my head, like, okay, I gotta touch him five times a day. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but anytime I'm near him, mm-hmm. I make the effort to touch him, to hug him because I know that that's what he likes. And yeah. then, I think with time, I've actually enjoyed it too. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like words of affirmation and acts of service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that my therapist just said with me is like, you know, for me, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that like words of affirmation uh, meant different coming from Chris than they did like from other people. Like, yeah. you know, I'm on social media all the time. So I get, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, mm-hmm. this, oh, this. So I need different sort of words of affirmation from Chris than physical right. because I get that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So just learning what your love language is and then expressing that to your partner is so important so that you guys can get along and you do feel loved by each other, right? Yeah. Because not everyone loves the same way. Yeah. So that you made a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next question. Have you felt like, or have you and Chris felt like you are missing out or craving something different? You know, we've talked about like, you know, oh, we've never been with this person or we've never done this or like, you know, we experienced all these things together, but like we've never actually experienced it with other people. Yeah. Um, and do we feel like we're missing out? I think, yeah, sometimes you do. You're like, you know, I you, you there's always that coulda, shoulda, woulda thing, right? Right. You're always thinking about like what it could happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a thought that comes up, but it's not enough of an interest for us to like go and break up and do it. You know what I mean? Like we're like to each their own. If couples do that, like good for you guys and stuff. But for us, it was never something that we wanted to do like that. Um, I think whenever we do kind of feel those types of ways, like either together or separately, you know, we kind of remember like everything we have been through and how it's really curated us to be who we are today. Yeah. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of moments in my life. I wouldn't have done that or experienced some of those things if it weren't for him. Right. You know, like I wouldn't have had the courage to start my own business if it weren't for him. Yeah. You know, so there's little things like that. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I'll die probably wondering certain things. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, it's no, not, I, it's completely you know? normal. I yeah. think you feel so guilty because I remember when I first started thinking about or even like remotely thought another guy was attractive. I was like, oh, my God, guys, I'm going to hell. And my friends are like, <laughs> um, no, that's completely normal. Yeah. Jasmine, as long as you don't act on it, like it's completely normal to, mm-hmm. you know, find another guy attractive and like wonder if you're missing out. And I do think like, especially cause we're so young, you yeah. do feel like, you know, at points, we get it a lot, right? People are like, you're so young. Are you sure you still want to be in this relationship? Yeah. Like back then, right? Yeah. Like obviously now we're older, it's different, but back then like people would always be like, Oh, are you sure you want to be in a committed relationship this young? And yeah. it's like, that's all I've ever known. Like, yeah. My previous relationship before Chris was two years. Okay. So I've always been in a long-term relationship, but yeah. No, I mean, it's hard. And then especially like for me, I feel like it's, hard when you are in the career 
that we're in. We're always mm-hmm. traveling now with COVID, you know, that slowed it down, but you're traveling and there's so everyone around you, single partying, yeah. like, then you're like, okay, fuck, I'm, missing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. missing out. And then you're yeah. like, well, when you really have to sit down and think about it, you're like, okay, what am I missing out on? Like, that's a good the, point. Just the fucking, like, honestly, yeah. like just being able to have sex with whoever you want. Is that worth me losing my relationship over mm-hmm. it? Am I going to be happier? Not necessarily like, being a hoe, but like being able to do whatever I want, is that going to make me happier than being in my relationship? Because at the end of the day, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You know, being together with someone in a committed relationship, there's hard moments being single. There's fucking hard. A lot of hard. You're, you have to deal with loneliness. There's a lot of things that you have to deal with when you're single. Mm -hmm. So it's like the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And you have to think about, okay, is, is this what if worth it, right? I like how you said that. I really yeah. like how you put that because yeah, I think a lot of people, yeah, they th- they see all the exciting things that all these single people are doing, you know, just flirting and, you know, hooking up or whatever that might be. But yeah, I think you have to think like, is that really worth giving up what you have already for that? Like, yeah. And I mean, I think everyone's different. Like some people might love the single life, like, and that's totally okay too. But I think when people pose the question to us who have been in long-term relationships, it's like, well, it's, it's, it wouldn't be worth it for me to, to go and experiment all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I had my whore days when I was like 14, 15, not going to (laughs) lie. So like kind of did that when I was younger, but, um, now I, I, nothing seems tempting enough for me to want to to throw away what I have. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, but I just, you know, I, we talked about it and I wanted to like normalize it, that it's yeah. normal to, to have those feelings, guys. We're girls. humans. Yeah. And we're to be humans. Like, Everyone's attract. Like, frick. Yeah. I even see ladies and I'm like, wow, they're so pretty. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's fine to feel that way. And I think, again, like just going back to whole normalizing certain feelings, certain thoughts, like it's okay. And like, you know, like your girlfriend say, like, as long as you're not acting on it yeah. or like even like emotionally texting or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. like that's a different story obviously mm. but like yeah just finding someone attractive is like yeah sure yeah and yeah. i mean this is not by all means that we're not saying like be complacent in your relationship yeah, if yeah, your yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. is not working out then you know yeah do what yeah, you gotta exactly, do babes exactly. but we're saying like all relationships are tough like you know if you are willing to fight for your relationship then you know it's worth it but you know everyone has fears like for me one of my biggest fears and i think it, it was until recently that i felt like more at ease was that like I was always so fearful that I'm like oh my god I'm so young and Mm -hmm. I'm married and I'm missing out what if the the what is will fucking kill you (laughs) yeah I kid you not like if you start focusing on the what ifs like you will drive yourself insane and I Mm -hmm. feel like that's what I was doing because I was like what if you know I'm like at my prime right now like to be honest I feel like I'm at my prime right now oh I'm at my prime I'm like what if like 10 years down the road in my mid-30s Chris finds some other hot, like young girl, leaves me for this girl. Then I'm in my mid thirties, <laughs> early forties, single. What am I going to do? Like, yeah. I was like thinking about that. I'm like, mm-hmm. am I missing out on life? And then I was like, no, like, why the hell are you thinking like that? At the end of the day, if that in a rare case does happen, you lived an amazing life with him. You mm-hmm. enjoyed your twenties. You did what you wanted to do. Like you can't think about the what ifs and all these negative things because you will drive yourself insane. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, so 100%. anyways, that was one of my biggest fears guys. So I just wanted to make that like, it's normal for you to feel that way. But if you focus on the what ifs, it's not any, it's not a nice road. Don't so. waste your energy on the what ifs no, is what don't. she's saying. <laughs> um, and then I put down, uh, do you feel the pressure to get married? I know that you answered that a little bit. But yeah, definitely a little bit, especially now that we're getting older, like, you know, closer to our thirties. I'm 26. Chris is 27. Um, oh, sorry. He's 28. So like, there's definitely that pressure, but I don't know. I just feel like there's still so much that we want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, 
to spend that energy and time planning a wedding right now would not be it. Yeah. I know, especially that it's 10 years. People are like, hello, like yeah. it's 10 years. Like, where's your ring? Blah, blah, blah. And I tease Chris about it all the time. But honestly, it's not like high, high on my priority right now. Like I, we've had the conversation. Like obviously we're together for 10 years. Like we're committed to each other and stuff like right. that. And there's still so much that we need to do. Like, you know, moving in together. Like I, I if I were to be engaged, like I'd like to move together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like I'm focusing on like taking care of my family right now and stuff like that. And so, um there's pressure, but I think I've just learned to just kind of ignore it. And, yeah. you know, I think at the end of the day, what's important is like, what does Chris and I want yeah. more than anything? And like, everyone can think what they want. Everyone can, you know, expect what they want. But at the end of the day, it's our relationship. Yeah, yeah. And it's important to realize that because the outside noise can be distracting. And then it, you can... It gets in your head. It gets in your head. And then you start being upset. And you're like, why? If I am happy with my significant other, that's all that matters. And I mean, Chris and I have had to do that with a lot of things in our life. Like... Like it's as long as him and I are happy and we know what we want, that's all that matters because Mm -hmm. there's always going to be outside noise. And it's like what we talked about the other day, like people aren't getting married till they're like their mid 30. So it's like, like, it's expensive. Yeah. And the thing is like, you just feel pressure because you've been with him for a long time, 10 years, but it's when you were 16, Yeah, you know, if that was someone like, okay, if you were in your thirties and you've been with someone for 10 years, then the pressure to get married would be a little bit more different, but it's like, I think a lot of people need to understand that like, it's like, you're still in your, you know, not early, early twenties, but mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Like you still have plenty of time to get married, to have your house, to get, have your wedding. Like, yeah, it's, I think with our age, we just are so like, we started out young being like yeah. go-getters that we like expect, mm-hmm. you know, to be more successful at a younger age. And that's normal. But we have to also take a step back and be like, well, I'm still young as hell. Like yeah. people don't have their life figured out to like their mid thirties. So exactly. I'm already ahead of most of the population. So yeah. that's good that you don't let it affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Last question. The most interesting question. <laughs> uh, do you and Chris play with sex toys and have you guys talked about introducing, introducing something different? So it's funny you bring that up because literally this is the same topic of conversation with my other group of girlfriends that I was in LA with. Mm-hmm. They asked me and when I said no, so I've never Played with a sex toy. I don't know about Chris. I actually have never asked if he has. Yeah. But I personally have not. Obviously, we haven't done it like when we're having sex. Um, so yeah, no. But yeah, my girlfriends were like, what? Like, no way. Like they're it's like they're so shocked. And I think yeah. for me, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's a thing. Yeah. So now I've actually started to think, like, am I like missing something? Am I supposed to be? And like now I'm like curious. Yeah. I bring it up to Chris. Obviously he's like, what the fuck? I leave you with your girls for a week and now all of a sudden you're talking about sex toys. And I'm like, yeah. And like same with porn. We never watch porn together. Okay. But apparently a lot of couples do. Okay. And I'm like, not me. I've never even watched porn by myself. You never watched porn by yourself. Ever. (gasps) Are you serious? Okay guys, I'm not as shocked about the toy because I brought it up to her yesterday. Yeah. And I was like in complete shock. (laughs) So I will go into that right now. But you've never watched porn Mm -hmm. ever, ever. Like I've seen a clip of it because of like a show I'm watching or whatever, but I've never logged on to watch it. I've never purchased it. I've never nothing. No. And I've never like seen Chris do it. Yeah. But yeah. Do you think he watches porn? Uh, I've asked him openly, like, mm-hmm. how, like, do you still watch it or anything? Like, not that I care. Yeah, yeah. He said no. Okay. So, like, yeah, no, it's funny that, like, you bring this up. And then, like I said, with the other group of girls I was with, we were talking about it. And now I'm like, hmm, maybe we should, like, yeah. just to, like, try it out and stuff like that. But uh, I'm definitely not against it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm open to it. Yeah. I would just, like, I think to me, it's just, like, a whole new world. And, like, yeah. you know me, like, yeah, like, I, I know a lot and stuff like that. But I feel like I'm, like, such a, like, new kid on the block when it comes to, like, this stuff. Okay. And that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm only 26 and like 
I don't know a lot of yeah. things when it comes to like sex and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I yeah. feel like that's still very new to um myself and Chris. Like we have great sex, don't don't get me wrong, but like just changing things up, I guess, isn't something that we do often. Okay. So yeah, no, it's been something that I'm like thinking about more often. Well, I mean the porn thing you don't have to do. I right. mean, Chris and I, I think we've watched porn together like two or three times because it is a little awkward and like not that I'm like, oh, is, is he focused on her enough? Because I mean, it's just like, sometimes we'll, like, if we, I don't know, it, it was, it's been like rare occasions where we're like, we'll put it on, we'll get turned off, turned on, and then we'll like turn it off. Mm-hmm. I personally don't watch porn too often. I'll watch porn maybe like twice a year. And the only reason I watch porn is because I want to know if there's any new techniques. Okay, that's what the girls are saying. They said it gives you good ideas. It gives you really good ideas for like, oh shit, like, damn, she gave the blowjob this way. Or yeah, yeah, she yeah. like arched this way. And then, then Chris will come home. He's like, what did you do? He's like, damn, where did you learn this? I'm like, nowhere. <laughs> It came to my mind. I just came to my yeah, mind. And yeah. I'm like, no, I just learned it today. <laughs> so that's why I watch okay. porn personally. I don't really watch it to masturbate. I don't really get, I don't know. My, porn doesn't do it for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you don't have to watch it together um, or even alone if you don't mm-hmm. really feel like it. But introducing toys is, I just think it's fun. Like for me, I was shocked yesterday that you said that you can fully have an orgasm yeah. and like, chilling orgasms yes. without a toy yes and like Azro back and everything like that like i'm good that is so crazy to me <laughs> like i just i mean because i was telling gabby that like 70 percent of women can't they need clit stimulation or they need a toy or any kind of like you know they need that clit stimulation to be able to fully have like and i can orgasm without it but my orgasms with it are like 10 gonna, times like it's like my my soul if my body <laughs> kind of orgasms yeah. and just like yeah, so I it's it's crazy. I think it's amazing. Don't think that it's weird right, that right, you yeah, can yeah. do like, it. It's That's, good for me that I don't need it. But at the same time, I'm like, hmm. I wonder well, what happened if I did? Yeah. So I mean, if we come back like six months later, and you know, I'm like visiting you, I'll update you. For yeah, sure. please update me because <laughs> Brenda was on here, my friend, and she hadn't had any toys, and then she told Justin, her boyfriend, and he got her like literally. She sent me a picture like six new toys. She's like, oh my god <laughs> we spent the whole weekend just having sex with all these toys it was so much fun and she just had a great time i but feel like i'm gonna have to watch tutorials and shit though if i get any um i mean you can but it's just literally like whatever feels good and yeah, like yeah. with you and your partner whatever feels well good. it's our anniversary in may so you never know okay and you also <laughs> made a comment yesterday that you were saying that um it's true the myth or whatever of Asian oh okay okay it? so i don't know if you guys have heard this before but like there's like not a rumor, but it's like a saying that uh-huh. like Asian girls have tight pussies. Yeah. And so again, there's a group of girls I was with. They're like, we have to ask. They were drunk. Okay. So I think that's what built the courage for them to ask me. They're like, is it true? And for me, it's true. Like I know, you know, sometimes girls get like pretty loose, like after you have sex for like a long time mm-hmm. or like two days consecutively or whatever. But like for me, I'm like the exact same the next day. Yeah. So no, I'm just, well, I hadn't heard about that mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard about, this is the first time I'm, I'm hearing about being yeah. loose. I don't know. I mean, Chris can attest to this, right, babe? That I feel like he's always like, your pussy's tight as hell. So like- It's confusing almost. It's like, what? Like, like I how? just, I think for me, maybe, hope, I, I think maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like working out, like I told you, helps yeah. with, you know, keeping my pussy tight. <laughs> but like, I, he's always like, your pussy's the same yeah. tightness, if not tighter some days. So it's like, I don't think I ever, it, it's crazy that the, you know, we've been together for 12 years, mm-hmm. had sex for 12 years. So it's like, He's like, your pussy's still as tight. And I think maybe like that might change depending on like- As you get older and stuff maybe. Or if you have kids or if you do have like, you know, 
multiple different size sex partners, I yeah. guess. I don't right, know. Right, right. You know, true, maybe too. that could be it too. We wouldn't but, know. We've been to the same one. For yeah, 10, same years. dick, different day, baby. <laughs> so, exactly. So we don't really know, but yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. When you told me that yesterday, I didn't know that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. So is it like, suppose it's just like Asians in general? It's just a saying that Asians do. And I mean, like, it's even so bad that sometimes like I have to stop because it hurts. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's, it's got to be something. Something about the Asians, man. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'd never heard that. That's the first <laughs> time I'm hearing about this, guys. Um, yeah. But okay. All right. So that's all the questions I had for you. Is there anything else that you feel like, you know, you want to give input on relationships or anything like that? Honestly, like I said in the beginning, and I think I just really want to emphasize that for every couple is just like, just... Don't be afraid to communicate. Don't be afraid to want what you want. Every way you feel is validated. And, you know, the right partner will either be understanding and obviously you guys will accommodate one another, like kind of meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, don't don't dim your light for someone else, I think is the biggest thing. Um, And don't think that just because you are in a long term relationship, too, that you have to stay. You have to stay. You're not you're not locked in or anything like that. Right. So I think that's one thing that people have to remember. But. Also, it's okay if you're in a long relationship, you guys aren't ready to get married or whatever. Don't let, like you said, the outside noise, like, you know, really impact you because at the end of the day, it's you and your partner who are in the relationship, not everybody else. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest things that I've learned over the years and just, yeah, just really be more, I'm a very observant person. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very attentive as to when people say things and stuff like that. So I think being very, just like listening instead of thinking about how you're going to react. Yeah. That's the one thing that has changed Chris and I, when we communicate, I'm no longer like, how am I going to reply to him? How am I going to react to this? It's like, I need to fully listen to what he's saying. And then I think about what I say. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people listen to react instead of listening to like actually listen and understand the person. Right. I agree. I, I yeah. completely agree with that. So, so I think those are like my biggest takeaways of being in a relationship for this long, but okay. Who knows? Maybe next time you see me, I will be engaged. We'll see. Yeah. And experimented with sex toys. Yeah, and the sex toys. I'm going to FaceTime you one day and be like, oh Oh, my God. Oh my God, God. If she does, if she does, watch me next week, guys. I will update you guys on the podcast. But no, I think what you said is is amazing. And I I, like communication is always key, but you know, we're talking, we, you know, we wanted to make it known that it's okay to Mm -hmm. like, you know, question your relationship here and there if you've been with someone for so long. But also if you you know, have grown apart and aren't the same people that you were when you were 15, 16 and you want a different life, guys, it's okay to make that decision and, you know, break up with your significant other. Um, I'm not like saying stay content in the relationship that you are if you're unhappy because please don't. But, you know, everyone has issues the longer you're with that person, you know, the more interesting you're going to have to make the relationship because it does get comfortable. It's you effort. Know? It's, it's effort. effort. But like you said, really listening. Cause I think, you know, with us females too, we're more emotional and we're quick to react. Yeah. I know I am oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So it has something that I am working on is actually fully listening before. Cause I think for me and like what you said, I want to react. What am yeah. I going to respond to him right away? Oh yeah. Right. Right. You're like, that pisses me off. That's not true. I need to come back to you. Yeah. yeah. But listening and really like just taking a moment instead of reacting, just really listening is really going to help out your relationship but yeah okay guys that's all the talk for relationships i actually put a poll on instagram of um what people thought their pet peeves were so i'm going to share mine first and then we'll share gabby's and then we'll go in through into my phone and we'll talk about what other people said i actually got quite a few so i'm I'm really excited to read them so for me 
Okay, guys, I wrote down five that I like. Five. Not. She said one, five. <laughs> Wait, one, two, three, four, actually, four. All right. So for me, the first one is people who drive Teslas. This is a recent one just because I feel like people who drive Teslas are idiots. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that because they think that they have this car that can drive, that they can just drive like assholes. And that's not the case. And it's just really frustrating. I swear, every time we pass a Tesla, they're on their phone or they're distracted or the car is going so slow, not even going to speed limit. It's always been a mess. So mm-hmm. I just have a thing against Teslas now. So, and people who drive Teslas. <laughs> Two, people who are late. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm a, not super punctual but i try to be a super punctual person so people who are late drive me insane um except for my friends i mean they do drive me insane sometimes because it has a little late coming here no but (laughs) people who are late i like i tell my friends i call them out all the time like dude you're fucking late can you not be late yeah um because i just like I think time is important. Mm-hmm. Everyone's time is just as valuable. Especially as nowadays, else. you know, it's yeah. so hard to get together with people sometimes too. And like, we all just have such busy lives. Yeah. So, I get that. so just being on time, cause you know, my time is valuable and I, you know, think your time is valuable. So just mm-hmm. being like drives me insane. Okay. This one's a new one too. Well, not new. I just realized that I have this one. Girls who record themselves crying. Yeah. Like, like to just prop it up and just cry. Why? So I have will, you done this? Okay. So I will say like the other day I was talking and then all of a sudden I started crying. Okay. Like, but is that talking? different? No, no, that's different. Okay. I'm saying like putting your phone in the corner and you're like in a corner crying. Like, okay. Yeah, no, I, I can't do that. And you're not Cause it's like, okay, wait, hold a minute. I'm going to, I'm crying right now, but let me just put it up for a second. Yeah. Like I just don't, I've never been like, oh, I'm like hysterically crying. I just record myself crying yeah, so I yeah. can think about this moment. I don't know. I, think I just don't. I think it depends on the intention that the girls are using it okay. for. I know for me, like when I was documenting kind of like the hardships of, you know, entrepreneurship, okay. there was hard times and okay. I wanted to document it okay. so that I could reflect back on it to okay. be like, okay, remember when it was a hard time you pulled through. Okay. I, I, I can feel for that. Okay. But when it's like literally nonsense shit, then no. Okay. I, I can't feel okay. I can, that. I can feel for that mm-hmm. too. Like mm-hmm. if you are recording, like. I can understand, like, if you are going through a hard-ass time and you're like, I know I'm going to come out of this and this is going to be great to look back at. Like a reminder. But I also just don't like it, I guess, for people who, like... Just just for social media. Yeah, just for social media, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to cry. Because I've... I mean, you and I talked about this issue. Like, there's so many girls that are like, come on. (laughs) Come on, come on. (laughs) Come on, girl. You're crying every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's once in a while that's okay, but, like... Every, Every day. day, it's just too much. Yeah. Um, and then my last one is, this, I hope I don't get ripped for this one, but breastfeeding in public. Okay, I don't have a feeling about it. I don't. I don't feel any way about it. Oh. What bugs you about it? I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like you know. Sometimes I'm like, I have no room to talk because you know I post provocative shit on my page and I post half naked. But I just think I just one don't like it when girl girls breastfeeding in public like if they have like a blanket over them right right right. but like putting your titty out Mm -hmm. or like putting your titty out on instagram too it's like i just it's not beautiful like to me like it's not like like you're not sharing this truly because it's so beautiful like to me it's like your intention is to show your titty and I, i know it may not be that but it just comes off as that yeah because for for me personally like i don't see like if I had a child, if I was breastfeeding a child, I would find no need in posting my titty on my story and like mm-hmm. breastfeeding him and like mm-hmm. my nipple. Like why? Or like if it was like if, up to here or something. Like if you saw a little bit of it, I guess it'd be different. It'd know. be different. No, yeah. I'm saying like full on like 
nipple is showing like mm. the child you could see the whole see, areola I seen that yet. I I, seen that I've yet. seen it multiple times and I'm like if it's such a beautiful moment like that's something per- like I don't know like some things it's just like sacred thing. personal things and like I'm just like that's just I just I don't know guys please don't rip me please don't it'll rip be me, interesting just, to see what people say yeah but I just don't I know other people probably I also have a thing about nipples I don't like nipples okay so maybe that's it too <laughs> could be, like, it could I just be. don't like nipples yeah I think it gross me out like it's just well I think it's one thing to see just like a boob but then it's one thing to see like a baby on the boob on the nipple you know like it's it's, different. it's a different like yeah it's different if it's like you know she's breastfeeding you can't see anything except for like yeah. her cleavage but when it's like the whole thing's out and like it's just I don't know. It just makes me Is it more of a pet peeve or is it more of a, just an uncomfortable? Probably. It's probably like an uncomfortable. You're right. Not yeah. I think so it's more of an uncomfortable, peppy, but I put that as a place <laughs> for me. Hopefully I'm hoping I'm not the only one that feels this way. No, you know? and I'm and sure I'm you're sure not. There's other women that do feel this way, but I'm speaking about it. So <laughs> if that's a disorder or something, please let me know because I didn't. Nipple phobia. Nipple phobia. <laughs> And then I put one down for Chris. Um, so my, my, because I put, what's your best pet peeve also about your partner? And he doesn't do this anymore, but he used to, <laughs> when he had like garbage, like if he had like a water bottle yeah. or like whatever, he would place it in a corner in the kitchen. Why? And just pile up his garbage in the corner <laughs> of the kitchen. And then with there being a garbage can, I'm like, Did that what? not drive you crazy? It would what? drive me crazy. I'm like, like he what? would add to that pile? He would just add to that, like not weekly, just every day. Like he would add to that little pile. And then at the end of the day, he'd throw it away. I'm like, oh, why can't you just throw away the pile? Anyways, he doesn't do it anymore, thankfully, mm-hmm. but he used to. And then I asked him what his pet peeve, I guess, for me was. And it's squeezing the toothpaste. Oh, instead of like pushing it pushing, out? Pushing. Or like, rolling it? I you just, just squeeze. You go right in the middle. Uh, it's just, yeah, it just all, yeah. So you waste all the ones like. Um, well, we don't waste it because he ends up like rolling it. <laughs> but you're us. still like, I'll squeeze it. I'll squeeze it. I just, I don't know. I've always been that type of person, but he's just like, that's his biggest pet peeve for me. But that's anyways, so what are yours? I haven't read, I didn't read yours. So mine's all just on significant other, because I wasn't thinking about like other stuff. Uh-huh. But I would say I have three. Okay. And if he listens to this, he'll be like, holy shit, you just had to bring that up. Okay. Number one is toothpaste in the sink. Like, you know, okay. when you uh, miss, it falls off your toothpaste okay, yeah. or something, he leaves it there and then it gets hard. Wait, so he doesn't like rinse it down? No, no, it's a little blob is still there. Oh no, that would annoy the fuck right. Out of me. Yeah. So there's that um, crumbs like on the table, like after you have a cookie or something, and like not wiping it off, like okay. it, it just stays there. Okay. It's like really, and like same with like in the car, like if he's eating like something in the car, it's all over my seat after, and he doesn't brush it off, and I'm just like, damn, damn. can we clean that up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get like my hair gets in the car and stuff, yeah. and like I was saying the other day to you guys. If I could, I'd bring a portable vacuum, mm-hmm. but I can't. Yeah. So I can't do much there. But no, there's that. And then the third one would definitely be, you know, when there's a box for like your granola bars or water bottles or whatever, uh-huh. and someone leaves one, but with the whole box or the whole plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, can you just take it so out, toxic. put it on the counter, and then put it in the garbage? Like, why do we need yes. this big ass box yes. and one, one granola bar? Like, why? Oh my gosh. I love that you said that. Cause that is so true. Like I had like organized my whole pantry, take everything out of the box. Yeah. But there have been times where I'm like, there's one fucking water yeah. in this whole yeah. plastic thing. Why did you just take the water out yeah. and throw away the plastic? Like That's my biggest oh my pet peeve. And once in a while there will be an empty box in there. 
why why like it kills me kills me that is so funny i'm sure a lot of girls are gonna relate yeah, to that it oh fucking my kills me. okay um i'm just gonna read a, a little bit of these um people that chew with their mouth open i got that a lot yeah i don't know who chews with their mouth like open. i think that's like a lot of it that's like gum too like people oh, okay. will chew gum, gum with their mouth yeah, open i guess um Hair in the sink after shaving and stacks of dirty plates on a desk. Okay, this is, Julia said this about her significant other, I think. Um, let's see, I just got yours. Uh, they don't like feet. Should, shouldn't you not kink shame, I guess? Um, a wife leaves hair everywhere. I feel like that's me. That is, that is so me. Like, I'm good with the shower. Like, I'll clean it up after yeah, the shower. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But sometimes it just falls out. I mean, I can't. I told you, I vacuum, like, every single day, and there's, like, wads of hair. It's not like I purposely want no, my hair to fall out. You know what I mean? It just comes out. Oh, my gosh. People, girls are just like, how messy he is. <laughs> um, uh, not putting the dishes away. Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh, when your partner watches the next episode or a new movie without <gasps> during you and a show series, together. yeah, yes, that can yes. really start some tension for sure. Because then you're like together and you're like, oh, let's watch the next episode, and they're like, oh, well, I'm already two episodes ahead, and it's like, yeah, fuck, we're supposed to be watching this together. Yeah, yeah, this is a joint effort, not a whenever we have time. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Yeah, no, we try to always we when we watch show together, we like watch it together. There was only one time where I watched ahead because. On you. Have you ever second. lied? Have you ever lied? And yes. like, oh, I've never watched this. Yes. I lied <laughs> yeah. about you. I watched the last episode because, I, well, I read it because I could not. The last episode? Because I wanted to watch it that night. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he just said no because he wanted to be stubborn. And he didn't want to watch it. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to look at the fucking ending. So I look at the ending the next day. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shocked. <gasps> he put the toe in the, she put the toe in the uh, pie. Oh, my God. And he was like. How did you know that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, and, and like, I was like, oh, fuck. I like, I was like, oh, it's because you I let read. yourself like, out. He was so upset. He was so upset. He's like, I feel so betrayed. Okay, I can't believe you did the last episode. Like I do like an in-between episode. I had to, I couldn't sleep. I was like, I need to know what happens. Anyways. All right. Let's see. Um, when y'all both agree, it was something you were going to do together, I guess. Um, let's see. Oh, okay, enjoying a night out and they're glued to their phone the whole time. Yes. And this is the guy's like, this is why I prefer solitude. <laughs> no, and I think that's why, and I think everyone's kind of improved, like have been working on this, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Is being so glued to our phones. I agree. I guess, but too, like what we were talking about, like when there's a, like when you're sitting at dinner and like you're not talking about anything, I guess you, naturally you would go for your phone. Yeah. But I think that's where, we as humans need to be better at our communication yeah. skills as to what you do do in those like dead times yeah. instead of gravitating for your phone. So I get that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I get that. Cause I mean, that would be one of my biggest pet peeves too, especially with me too. Like I do my best that if I'm around my friends, I'm not on my phone unless mm-hmm. like it's during work hours and yeah. they kind of know that I have to post or whatever. But with me and Chris, what we found that helps is like, if there's nothing to talk about at dinner, what we'll do is we'll watch a show on my phone together, oh, okay. even at dinner. And I'm like, yeah. people probably look not like at a fancy restaurant. Right, but right, like, right. If we're at dinner together at a whatever restaurant and we have nothing to talk about, and we'll both like be like, oh, do you want to watch a show together? And we'll mm-hmm. kind of watch it together. And, you know, that way he's not on his phone or I'm on my phone. And I'm, we're just like sitting there in silence, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Um, but it doesn't happen all the time. But it's a good way to like not feel like it's a good way to feel like you're doing something together. too. Right. You know? I think that's the biggest thing is like you want to just feel like you're together 
or else it's like, why did we even come together? Yeah, right? I agree. Um, let's see. When they don't give you a straight answer. Yeah, I guess. That's that annoying. Be, that would be very, very annoying. The worst one is like, what do you want to eat? Oh, it's up to you. Oh, whatever. I'm cool with whatever. It's like, can you just tell can me? Can you tell me what? Yeah. yeah. Like, I know you want something, so yeah. just say it. And it's, for me, it's like, when Chris is like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, always a fucking sandwich. But yeah, I know you don't want a sandwich, so <laughs> can you just decide what you want to eat? Because you're not going to want to eat at the places that I want to eat. Yeah. So I have to say, like, I already know I have to say, like, a place that he wants to go to because, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no point. Um, okay. Leaving clothes on the floor. Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't do this. Uh, I do it in my closet, but not, like... In, the in my room. room or anything, yeah. I don't yeah. leave clothes on the floor. I am pretty bad at putting my clean clothes away. Like, I'll fold them, and they'll literally sit there. We, we've we been like that sometimes. Yeah. It'll take, like, some... If I'm, like, being, like, super picky, I'll put them up right away. If not, it'll take me, like, two, three days to put mine on. Yeah. But... But dirty clothes I don't leave on the floor. I put it in the hamper right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't leave mm-hmm. my dirty clothes on the floor. I don't know. I, I know, like, some people struggle with that. I've heard it before. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. she just leaves her f- clothes on the floor. Yeah. I can understand that that's kind of, like, a pet peeve because that would be a pet peeve of mine, too. I see socks on the floor every time. Oh, yeah. Like, just socks everywhere. And it's like, can you just put pick up? Put up. Tell me if they're clean or dirty. <laughs> yeah. Dirtier. yeah. Uh, we can't do that because Fendi and Hermes will just go and run off with that. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. We'll do a few more. Oh, when people wear their pajamas out in public. I mean, this was a thing back in, like, junior high. Yeah, yeah, I mean, do you guys call it junior high in the States? Yeah, like high school. Yeah, no, like, middle school. Middle school, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. That, that was, like, a thing in junior high. But now... I mean, sometimes, though, I'm wearing things that I did wear to bed, but yeah. it doesn't look like it. But, yeah, like, yeah. actual pajamas, I wouldn't wear them. Yeah, no. I think the only times I've ever worn pajamas out, out, is, like, if we've ran to the gas station at Yeah, like or, like, going through a drive-thru or something yeah, middle like of the night. Yeah, like, that's the only time, but not, yeah. like, out, out, no. Yeah. I'm even sometimes in my, some of my sweatpants, I'm like, Chris, can I go out like this? Because I'm, like, running to Kroger real quick, and he's like, no, absolutely not. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, we won't we won't do that. Um, all right, we'll do a few more. Let's see. Mm. <laughs> People that sing every song that comes on, even if it's on a commercial or something. <laughs> oh my god, that would be. I hate fucking musicals. So if someone sang all the time, I would Everything? be like, I'd be like, bitch, shut yeah. the hell up. No, whenever I'm like singing, obviously I'm not a good singer or anything. Uh, Chris is like, who sings that song? And I'm like, I named the artist. And they're like, he's like, okay, let them sing the song. Yeah. Okay, okay, no, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, mouth breathers oh my dad's a big mouth breather I don't know a lot of mouth breathers (sighs) 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 my dad literally sounds like that my dad what are you doing did you just come from inside he's like no I'm putting on my shoes I'm like oh my god I I think that's just like also a little bit of health problems but um Uh, food stuck on their teeth. How can I tell them nicely? Well, I mean, I think you should tell them nicely. I think nicely. you just tell them. Like, hey, you have some food yeah. in your teeth. Like, hey, babe, go to the bathroom. You have some food in your teeth. Because I'd actually hate if someone didn't, didn't tell, tell me. me. Yeah. And I'm walking around smiling and yeah, shit. Yeah, no. And then it's like in your teeth. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's see. Slamming the cabinet door. It's let me sleep. I don't know who does that. Oh, I guess when their significant other wakes up early. Uh, when girls think that they know proper fitness gym stuff because of what they see on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> all right that's another topic i know okay all right okay all right let's see <laughs> when he's singing super loud in the car while you're trying to listen to a song i'm telling you just pull the whole like who sings the song oh sing the song. when he asked the question a couple of times when you've already answered it okay i'm really bad at that i'm really bad at that too i'm, like, supposedly- I'm sorry can you say that <laughs> supposedly chris is like you've already asked me this three times i'm like I don't genuinely but I think remember. That's why now I'm like, okay, so I know I might have asked you this before, 
But let me ask you it one more time just in case. Yeah, yeah. I swear as I've gotten older, like my memory is just so bad. Same. Some days we'll be in like with our friends and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. You, uh, Jazzy asked me this and that. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. You're making this up. He's like, no. Why you are you lying? I'm like, why are you lying? I get so mad. I'm like, why are you lying? This is the first time I've heard of it. He's like, we literally just <laughs> talked about it. I'm like, I don't fucking remember, dude. I know. Sometimes I'm still like, no, he's fucking lying. And he's like, <laughs> you still don't believe me at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's lying. Oh, wait. Doesn't bring toilet paper out when he finishes. Okay, it. but okay, this is another one. Speaking of toilet paper, when someone sees an empty, empty little holder uh-huh. and they put the toilet paper just on it. But not like in it. Oh. You know, okay. they just, yeah. just leave it. Stack it on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it was clearly empty. Empty. Just just replace just pull, it. Yeah. Yeah. My my biggest thing is I'm bad at knowing what side the Over toilet. under? Over under. I'm over. So I think I now yeah, now it's over because I think of like a mustache and it's over. <laughs> I know that's weird, but what? that's the only way that I was able to remember it. But anyways, okay, th- that's it for these guys because there's so many. Most of them are still like unorganized, like hairs in the sink. Like uh, chewing with with their mouth open, things like that. But yeah, guys, thank you guys for those interesting ones. Because I I got so, so many. I just read her farting thinking it's silent. (laughs) Okay, guys. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Gabby, thank you so much for for being on. Do you want to leave your IG handles and stuff? Yeah, it's at Gabrielle T. Tongle. And then my business is at Assist Her Agency. Yeah, and I'll leave them down in the description box for you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you're watching, hello, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.